Blog Talk Radio. Kessel's face on that uh, Team USA photo. 
<laughs> not really a surprise. Not really a surprise. It's like you know, you, you first click on that, you know it's going to look like that, and it's still jarring. Like he just looks confused. He always looks like he's trying to do math. <laughs> <laughs> he's always trying to do long division in his head. That's his permanent facial expression. Did you and see the, uh, go, go ahead, JJ. No, go ahead, JJ. I was, saw the, the Howard picture as well. I did not, no. I was too consumed by Phil. Oh, you didn't? It was amazing. <laughs> he was making, like, the same, like, Jimmy Howard crazy eyes he always does. Oh, no. I don't like those. But, those bother but me. There's, the American flag was behind him, and the camera was like a little bit at a down angle, so he was looking down at it, and it cut off. You were like looking just, up at Howard like he was like a godlike figure. Yeah, and it, it cut off just above his waist, so you couldn't tell whether he was wearing pants. But <laughs> the assumption is is no. If you go to the the Wingy at Motown Facebook page, uh, you'll see I, I had a caption to it. We funny. have one of those? Yes. I'm it's kidding. Facebook.com, search for Wingy at Motown, because I don't. We can get in Motown with Piper. Clearly, it's the best visual work I've ever done. I tell you in the chat, but I don't know if the chat's working. Yeah, I don't have the chat up. So if anyone's trying to get in the chat, whoops. But Tyler, the best photo, though, was uh, Dustin Brown, who's my new favorite hockey player. I did see that one. I did see that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. He will forever be my favorite now. Non-Red Wing. Sorry, Milan Lucic. Uh, I'll still have a special place in my heart for Milan Lucic, of course. I'll have a special place in his gut for you. <laughs> it's like all I've done in hockey last week is just look at pictures. Of things. And one of the pictures of Team Canada's uh, hockey ball orientation team. Uh, Lucci's just quite a spare tire going on. Jesus, what the hell that? <laughs> it's like a tic-tac uh, someone threw. What? That noise. <laughs> that noise. It's a child. Yeah, well, restrain it. Put it in its cage or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a hockey a podcast, it's not a parenting podcast. Well, you'd be just as qualified for either. Anyway, pictures, okay. JJ. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been doing is looking at pictures. Lots and lots of pictures. No, yeah, man, the, have you seen the, the, the Howard one is pretty great. I'm looking at that right now. That's excellent. I like the. Apparently, uh, there were. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I like the DeKaiser one. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks like a wolf from Wings. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks like that. Um, it looks like that's the before picture of every oh look who turned out to actually be hot, you know, ten years <laughs> down the line. That's the before awkward, clumsy, terrible picture from high school. He's gonna be a attractive fifty year old man. Yeah. He'll still be playing for the Red Wings, so it'll be okay. <laughs> so how's your uh, summer with the cup then out in Chicago? Um, awesome. I drank coffee out of it this morning, 
And uh, you know what? I, it's funny. I you don't hear a lot really locally about it. I thought I'd hear more, but it really hasn't been that bad. I thought I was going to have to kill myself by the end of the year, but it's all bears. The bears. You know, Cutler's a free agent after this year. <laughs> that's, that's news, apparently. That every every story about Jay Cutler has been him being a free agent. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's going to be awful this year. So. I was going to make a joke about the division, but I cheer for a team in the AFC West, so I really don't have much room to talk. Your team is awful. Yeah, they really are. It's sad when you read, you know, the dead spin, uh, why your team sucks? Yes. Oh, that's been great. Yeah, when I read the Chargers one, I agreed with all of it. <laughs> Every single piece. There's not a, I mean, I, obviously you know going in what it is, but there was not a single part of it where I thought, boy, he really kind of crossed a line there. I don't know. I think I might disagree with that. I, I, I was nodding through the whole thing as I was reading it, thinking, <laughs> God, we are just an awful franchise. You guys have Danny Woodhead now, right? And Manti Teo. We do. I was shocked. I don't follow, like, the NFL draft or anything. And so I think it was a week later or something, and they said, uh, you know, Teo showing off at, uh, uh, you know, at Chargers press conference. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, we drafted that guy? Oh, Jesus. Finally get rid of Merriman, and now we get another freak show linebacker who's going to be a sideshow. Yeah, but Merriman was pretty incredible when he played. Well, when he was juiced, yeah, he was awful. And they they took away his roids, and he was terrible. (laughs) Uh, If only they could have just let him stay stay juiced up. He could have been something. Speaking of uh, guys that are terrible, though, according to my sources, which is JJ's email from earlier, uh, Samuelson skated and says he's healthy. That sucks. Well, I don't know. Can they cut him now? (laughs) No, they can't cut him or, or buy him out. That window is closed. They either have to trade him, waive him, or play him. Can we reopen the window? Like, is it locked? Next, well, I was going to say next year, but he's a free agent. He's done, right? So well, then there's, we, a, there's a semi-decent chance that if enough teams complain about not being able to use buyouts, like if they just threaten to shut down players instead of risking injuring them, that uh, they may reopen the window temporarily, just like they did uh, before this season started so that Scott Gomez and Wake Redden could be bought out. I don't think it's going to happen, but stranger things have. You actually heard that's a possibility? Or you just... No, I have not heard that's a possibility. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. He's speculating. Would be cool. I'd like to see them basically not play him to the point where he gets upset, demands a trade, so they can trade him away for nothing, and it's everybody wins in that situation. <laughs> Unless they can't trade him, and then he gets a snarky Twitter account, and everybody feels sorry for him. No, I, I hope he, he just... gets a Twitter, because, I mean, given the way the Red Wings have kind of clamp down on uh, anybody being 
Interesting. Personality, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I would love it if they had kind of a rogue player start to really air out grievances over the internet. Come on, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because I nobody agree. likes Samuelson. I mean, if it was a player that people liked, then we would feel bad. And he'd be this, the perfect candidate, too. Here's my question, though, Graham, with your plan there. Couldn't we just trade him now for nothing? Why do we have to sit him and wait? Cause, well, because he's got his no – he's got, is it no, no movement or no trade? No he trade. Limited. No it's trade, limited, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Cap Geek doesn't have specifics on it, so. Yeah, we don't know what the specifics are, so we're going we're gonna to have to go with the assumption that he gets to approve any trade. Okay. Like he has the say because that's what they gave him. So well, I would just tell he may go into camp thinking, hey, I've got a shot at making the team and, and being a contributor. And maybe the coaching staff just needs to say, eh, not so much. So it's, it, I mean, I don't know. We're just rehashing an old topic because there really isn't any new news. But it's it's going to be Eve's then, right? It's got to be. Getting trades? Yeah, getting getting off the roster to make space. I think Tutu's still more likely to go than Eves. I forgot about him because he sucks. I forgot about him. I wouldn't say he sucks. He's just not worth $1.9 million and he's easier to trade. He sucks for his price. Wow, that's true of many players in the NHL, but... Well, and there's always two. I'm sure they're holding out to see uh, if everybody's going to be healthy. I mean, right like now they are, Aaron but Helm. they haven't actually started training camp or preseason games. You never know. I mean, Helm's the big one. Bertuzzi's another one. I mean, look, Samuelson is, you know, uh, falling down away from having another bruised boob, so <laughs> he's he could be out again or you know, sneezes too hard and his nipple falls off. I don't know. Something could happen to him. Now, you don't necessarily need two nipples to play, though. Just wanna... But if there's a hole there, then I don't know. Never mind. It's, it's terrible for balance. No idea where you're going with this. Many I think he would leak. With one nipple. He would leak saying. out. Like, he would leak fluids out, and it would get on the ice, and they'd have to keep stopping the game. Like part of his circles. You can milk yeah. any nipples. Nothing. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you still hear my daughter upstairs crying? No, I can't. <laughs> no, oh, good. I'm glad. Hey, why is your daughter right. crying? What, what did you do to her? She, she doesn't want to go to bed. Oh. Well, tell her tough shit. Go to bed. <laughs> the nerve. Yeah, that's what you do with a 16 month old. Hey, fuck you. Go to bed. Pretty much. Close I mean, I, I say that, but she doesn't listen. Well, then she still cries. No, the issue is that. Uh, the the missus is upstairs trying to calm her down, and I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to apologize severely for being down here podcasting while all this is going on. Well, just put it on mute. Go take care of your kid, and we'll make it funny while you're gone. What would your What would the presence of you do in addition? Like I'm, this is obviously this is coming from somebody who is not even close <laughs> to being a parent. What does What does the second person do that's gonna make her either fall asleep or stop crying? Nothing, but uh, it's the kind of whole, like, I'm not allowed to have fun if, or you're not allowed to have fun if, if I'm struggling with a child who wants to oh, scream, oh, okay. scream it, until she falls. It's more like, 
it's more like uh, you know a call to the bullpen kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm done. I'm out. Uh, yeah, but you know, what if you the righty? Let's go. You're taking over. I, you know, bases are loaded and we're down by 14. But I'm sorry, you're you're in now. Yeah, but what if Graham and JJ? What if you guys are the Jose Valverde of parenting in the bullpen? Uh, no, I'm a good father. Well, yeah, I am, as, I am as well, actually. Yeah. One can be Valverde, one can be Todd Jones. You can't really grow a mustache like that, so. She did almost fall down the stairs on my watch earlier today. Who? Oh, oh I think baby. Almost. Oh, both, really. <laughs> it's only five steps. I wish Samuel could fall down the stairs. <laughs> Well, if you invite him over here, I can. can make it, JJ will ignore him, and then he'll just get mad. <laughs> and when he has to go to bed, and then he'll stomp up the stairs, miss a step, and fall back down. Problem solved. A chance. Maybe I can get over here to uh, help work on my deck, and he hurt himself, like I've been doing all week. Must be nice having a deck. Speaking of hurting yourself working on decks, I guess uh, Darren Helm says that he doesn't want to make any promises about the start of the season. He says he feels good, but he's not uh, ready to commit to whether or not he's going to be able to play on uh, opening night. What do you think? Well, you can say congratulations to Corey Emerton for solidifying his spot on the roster. <laughs> I still don't think that Emerton is, is necessary there. I still would rather just have Drew Miller play fourth-line center. Yeah. He is American. He could do it. He's versatile. Swiss Army knife. Did you just call an American a Swiss Army knife? No, I said he's... <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to hit. <laughs> Good to be back. Um, I, look, I'd rather he take a couple of weeks off at the beginning of the year than do what he did last year, come back, play one game, and then, whoop, that's it. Guess your season's over. Thanks. Bye. Although the cap space would be, the cap relief would be nice with him being on long-term injured reserve. If that had to happen. Tyler, do you have any thoughts on this subject? I just, um, trying to avoid... That that feeling of oh I just I knew it I'm I'm bitter towards anyone who over the course of the summer really and it's obviously not definite or anything like that I just I, there's a, this stupid irrationally bitter feeling towards anybody who said oh he'll be fine by the start of the season he'll be fine by training camp you know it's just, I thought in the back of my mind like okay it's just a back injury that they couldn't discover for like four months seems rather odd probably not gonna be fixed with um, just a summer of not doing anything. <laughs> what? But I'm bummed. I just it's it's sad now because it's the complete opposite of what it used to be. Just you just think of his name and you're just fucking happy. Like he's he's that kind of a player and you're glad to have him on your team. And then now every time that I see his name written, it's just it's a bummer, man. It's it's very uncertain and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, think about it. I mean, what, he did like last year. He played one game, got hurt. The year before, he played what? 
he was hurt, then played three shifts in the playoffs, and then got hurt again. Like, well, it was a fluke. Just that getting hurt in the playoffs. But he still did. I mean, look. It, I, I mean, it, it, the sad part for me is at some point now we actually have to start to consider him that you know that dreaded label of injury prone. I mean, if he misses significant amount of time this year. You know, at what point are they, we going to have to say, oh, you know, you can't really count on them to come back. Maybe they need to cut losses at some point. Ooh. I'm not I'm not saying get rid of him. No, but I know. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking for me, like emotionally as a, as a fan watching him, thinking, okay, well, we can't really count on him to be what he was. Just pray that he gets back in the lineup. And and is okay, and then see where he is then, like with Eves, like with Eves last year, you know when he missed all that time with the concussion, and then he finally came back, and you're like, oh God, I hope he's okay, hope he doesn't die, and then he was, <laughs> and then he was good, he was, you know, he was Patrick Eves, and it was like, oh good, he's okay, Oof. but I fear that that's where we're going to get with with Helm if he doesn't recover quickly, like if we get into November and he hasn't played yet, I'm going to start worrying. Well, I was going to say, if he's not playing by the Winter Classic, yes, I'm definitely worried. And Well, it's half the season, so yeah. Yeah. I would stop counting on him for anything. or thinking like, hey, when Helm comes back, this team will really play well, like they're supposed especially to. If it's, especially if it's like last year where it kept, they kept saying, well, we're, you know, there's nothing really, we can't really find anything, and it doesn't seem that serious, because... Like, that was the concern. If they had said, you know, his back is, you know, it's just, it fell out or something like that, then you could say, wow, that's a really serious injury. I can understand why he's out so long. But, I mean, how many times did they say, oh, he's going to skate today, and then he skated for five minutes, like, oh, he's off the ice, he's hurt again, he's out, there's another three weeks. So, At I what mean, point is like, the, you know, is, is Helm just needs to stop being a pussy and sack <laughs> up, like... If the doctors are all like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Didn't they find a tear eventually? <laughs> I think Isn't eventually. Isn't his back but... torn in half? Well, you know. Oh, like, like with the muscles or something. Like he had muscles or something in his back that were torn. Yeah, like the size of a paper cut. <laughs> it's just your inside shredded. <laughs> Play to it. Take a Tylenol, you baby. He's a, he's a baby. player. Right? What is this, baseball? Put him on the 60-day DL? The blister? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it would be awesome if Darren Helm is ready, but if they said, well, you know what, he needs a week or two just to kind of get up to speed and everything, great. Take a week or two. Because if the flip side is rushing him back, then I don't want that at all. I think he's had a week or, like, 120. I don't know. Yeah, but once he gets into training camp and everything, I mean, you know, it's one thing to skate on your own at, you know, at the Joe with nothing happening around you, nobody hitting you or uh, doing any sort of, even even a practice type of situation. Once you get into those, you know, who knows how his back's going to hold up. I mean, before, he would just skate on his own, you know, before or after practice or something like that, and he would get hurt. So, Let's let's see how training camp goes, and before we start penciling him in the lineup. I don't know. I already have him penciled in as the third line center. So 
Helm, Nyquist, and uh, Bertuzzi. But I also have no idea what's going on in the last month and a half. So, no, I admit I have not paid as close attention. I mean, I paid attention when um, Anderson and Nike was signed because those were big deals. But well, they were big that, in, in not quite in for us. Dollar, they were big dollar deals. amounts, though. Small, very small. Right? No, well, I mean like big in terms of. I think he means important. Yeah, yeah no, like I solidifying understand. the roster deals. You know. I was just trying not to that, not that they weren't going to, but pointing out that Holland's smarter than all of us because we were thinking like, oh, Nyquist will get like 1.5 and Smith will get two, and we we're like, oh, we're dumb. This is why we're here and not there. I, I'll admit, I, I mean, I don't want to say that I, I knew they wouldn't, but I thought people say Nyquist is going to get 1.5, and I thought, I really don't think he's. I mean, maybe one, maybe, um, but. The one thing Look at Graham being you know, all smart now and calling all this dumb. I'm just saying that I saw people that would say Smith would get $2 million, and I thought, uh, I watched him, so I don't know where that's or why that would happen. But whatever. You know what? doesn't matter. But the one thing the Red Wings, they don't do, they don't pay for potential for their own restricted free agents. Like, they'll sign them to, to decent deals. And then they'll get rewarded if they prove themselves at the NHL level. Like, if after two years, Nyquist really steps up and everything, I mean, his next deal is going to be a, a good raise. But when they've got these young guys that are coming up and are just going to start making the team, they really haven't given them all that much. They've tried to keep them at the 750, 800, maybe even 900, depending on what their potential role is going to be, right in that range. So they've, I think they've managed their cap pretty well for the most part. The Samuelson signing notwithstanding. And the T2 signing. Basically that whole summer. I still remember that day and, and thinking, oh, God, we're going to get sued. Or wait, we got Samuelson with a no trade? For how much? Like, I, the anger just kept rising as the details of that signing leaked. And then it, it was 2-2. It was waves of bad, like they just kept coming in. I was it was really, yeah, it was really like, like somebody hacked Ken Holland's cell phone <laughs> and was making all these calls on his behalf. <laughs> and then he had the press conference, like, yeah, we we think these players will be good. I'm like, oh, okay, you've you've lost it clearly. <laughs> I don't know. I'll but just whatever. never forget was... sitting on the deck in. North Carolina, on my computer, drinking, and JJ just messaging me with ha 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 when Samuelson signed. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I would say probably anybody who knew you immediately thought of you in that moment. I know I did. As soon as I saw that signing, I thought, oh, this is amazing for making fun of Jeff. <laughs> Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Way down. That's all right. He'll be gone. And if he's useful, whatever. More power to him. Eh, whatever. So, uh, I do have to ask uh, you guys, uh, yes. what do you think of those American jerseys for the Olympics? I'm going to buy a Jimmy Howard one. 
I'm okay. I'm okay with them. I'm I'm way more okay with them than I, I gathered the like the consensus opinion of them was. Like the only thing was stupid. Like I could deal with the weird stars if the yeah. stupid weird lace up thing wasn't there. Whatever. I don't really care. And as long as they win, I don't give a shit what the team looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really, I I will say uh, the stars on those shoulders, they're dumb. Uh, uh, the fake laces, that's, that's just ugly as shit. I don't understand. And I, my fear is that they're going to do that to Canada. Did they release Canada's jerseys yet? I didn't see no. anything. It'll probably have yet. a leaf on it or something dumb like that. A maple leaf. I hope it's an. I hope it's a an oak tree leaf. That would really throw it's gonna be. Off. You know the. You know, like the hockey oh. Canada silhouette thing that you guys have. Oh, yeah. yeah. That logo. They're redoing that with Crosby's shadow. So that'll be your new uniform. Whatever. Poison Ivy leaf. <laughs> no, the fake tie downs are, are what make me angry, like supremely mad. Because I don't like the whole like uh, function that's not like functional design that's not actually functional. Like put tie downs, like put ties on the jerseys or don't put fake ties. Like you walk around with a uh, sweatshirt that's got a zipper painted on it. Like, just give me a fucking zipper. <laughs> I bought a it's coat stupid. like that once. I used to smoke, and so whenever we would go out to bars, I always liked to have my cigarettes not in my pants pockets because if I sat down or something, they'd get squished. So I uh-huh. bought this very light jacket that I thought had pockets, but they didn't have actual pockets in them. They just had a flap in the front like to look like they had pockets. See, that's so I, shitty. I hate that. I still have that jacket. I still wear it because I don't smoke anymore, so I don't need the pockets. It's a nice jacket. But when I bought it, in the very first time, I didn't even know why I didn't see it when I put them on, when I put the jacket on. And I went to put my cigarettes. I'm not even kidding. They fell to the floor. And I went, what the fuck? And, like, I got mad <laughs> that this this jacket I bought didn't actually have pockets. And there's a button. So you can unbutton the flap and, like, lift the flap up and nothing. There's nothing underneath it. It's just a flap sewn onto the front of the jacket. I think it was the universe telling you to quit smoking. Uh, I did eventually, but that was my... If by universe you mean my pregnant wife, then yes, but the universe told me to quit smoking. Close I'm not going there. Yeah. See, I only I only caught a I, I will. of, of so. the, you know, the jerseys and the few pictures of the players that were shown. I didn't know that those were like embroidered on the, yeah, the strings that that sucks. I was talking with Josh Howard a little bit. The uh, the stars in actual game action those might actually look cool. Yeah, I could see that. See, they if it was me, I would just, if if it if it was me, I would just have like mm-hmm. Uncle Sam and Hulk Hogan high fiving with their dicks or something like that. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Josh makes they actually like if you body checks if you body check one of them I am a real American plays out of a little speaker in the shoulder that would be nice maybe as an alternate maybe if you know they don't they don't make you know international alternates they should they did yeah they did Team USA had the throwback one in 2010 like in addition to their regular one yeah they had a white one their normal blue one and then they had the 1980 throwback no regulation of this. Wow. It's because we've all made ourselves forget that year. Well, don't worry. I won't let you. 
My biggest fear <laughs> is that um, that neither the U.S. nor Canada is going to win. Like they're going to, it's going to be like a Torino thing where they finish like sixth and seventh. And why is that your fear? What? Why? Why? Why did you? You said that's your biggest fear. Why? I don't understand. Explain this to me. Because I feel like uh, American fans will point out that Canada didn't win a medal, and like Canadian fans will point out that the U.S. like finished worse, or even if they don't win a medal, I just it's it'll be like the dumbest fighting ever. A really terrible happens. pissing contest. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I don't care. Look, if it's Canada U.S. for gold again, then yeah, I fully expect there to be pretty much as close to a, an actual war as you can get online. But, like, if they're playing in the seventh place game, uh, I probably won't even watch. Just I'll just, you know, spend time with my family that day. It's terrible. I yeah. will say the best thing, though, that the, I was thinking about this yesterday, The if there's a good thing about the lockout, it's that we get to go two full seasons without an NHL All-Star game. Oh, see, I disagree. I like the All-Star yeah, game. I like the draft. Uh, I care less about the game, but... yeah, I, like I only too. liked the Sorry, game Janet. once we start. Once we started doing stuff with uh, the TPL guys. Yeah, that has really uh, increased my, my enjoyment. But ultimately, it's just a fun thing. Like, I know a lot of people hate it, and they're like, oh, it's dumb, it's just a waste of time. And it kind of takes kids. away from... And the sponsors. Yep. I can't forget the sponsors. And the Sunbelt I mean, that host it every year. I mean, we will suspend guys if they don't come kiss ass or rub elbows with the sponsors. So mm-hmm. I can't remember who's important here. Well, we're all going to have to go when the Mike Illich Little Caesars Palace Arena gets built and then they get an all-star game. I still won't. <laughs> oh, they will. And we'll all be there. They'll have it in Miami before they have it here again. I disagree. When was the last one? Like 79, 80? What? 70, yeah, it was either 79 or 80. I know. I wasn't alive, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, right right after think, the Joe Lewis Open. Yeah, I think it was 1980. Right, because I remember, I remember Gordy was, was there. He played in it, and it was a huge deal, but I can't, Detroit hasn't had it since, right? No. No. Joe's a dump. <laughs> and it's Detroit, so... <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, do I you love think? the joke, but it's a dump. No, I agree. Are you hoping that the uh, the new one looks like the Olympia, like they've been speculating? Oh, I don't care what it looks like, as long as there's more room and bigger bathrooms, but they keep the troughs. Like, really? So it, could look like a, it could look like a goatee, you'd be okay with that? It could, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> hey, uh, listeners, if you don't know what that means, don't Google it. It's okay. You don't have to know. What if what if the hosts should we not Google it either? They know. They know what it is. Jeff, you should the, certainly Google it. G O A T S E dot C X. Wasn't that like the first internet thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like, like, like you can't not meme. know you can't know what do, two girls one cup is without knowing what goatsy is. Right. That's oh, like know, the George Washington what, of all internet things. I don't even know what to to, to phrase it as because, you know, now you see it an internet thing of that sort, you know, once a day, once a week. But I know I yeah, know just, what the girls one cup thing is, but I don't know what the other thing is. 
Well, just turn safe search off, and uh... I don't have safe search on anyway. <laughs> who, who am I using a safe search? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, it's not like I have kids that use my laptop and it, like whatever. I just picture you as such a wholesome guy that you leave the safe search on, even the privacy of your own home. <laughs> they really do need to redefine what exactly is work safe. It's like, ah, I can't see nipples, you're not fired. <laughs> I know where that cucumber's been, but no nipples, you're fine. So you think our uh, kids have a chance in Traverse City this year? The tournament we've never won? I mean, I don't... Today, what, they're sending 14 of their top 25 prospects or something? Yeah, like uh, Athanasiu, Bertuzzi, Bowden, Furk, Budon, Yarncroft, Yurko, Mantha, <laughs> Nastasia, Kolkanen, Sheehan, Teverdon, Marchenko, Needhamlil, Macastro, Ouellette, Sproul. Furk. I mean, this. I mean, there's a does lot it matter? of. Uh, yes, I want to win everything all the time. Then, then yes, they'll win it all. That's your 2020 Red Wings right there. <laughs> You're about six years too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they'll do all right. Yeah, I don't sure. Think they they've win, got some like, on that roster. I want Yarncrock to kick ass. Because I'm kind of throwing it all on him that he's going to be like the kick-ass center of the future. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of there too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's lived up to the hype just yet. Yeah, those nine <laughs> games that he's played in North America just didn't really show me a whole lot. You know, the Griffins were a championship-caliber organization last year, and he could not <laughs> stick with them. He had to uh, go back never to mind run. that it was because of transfer rules or... <laughs> You know, anything like that. Yeah, transfer, transfer. If he was good enough, they would have made it way for him to stay. <laughs> Boy, the awful thing is you're not entirely wrong. No, no. That's we won't worse. admit that. We'll move on. Couldn't he have just retired from whatever in the Swedish Elite League and they void his contract and then he can come to America? Is that how those things work? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about their CBA, and I'm not reading it. Well, I've read it, and that's fact. <laughs> yeah, I bet Google Translate on the Swedish CBA would be fun. Just make sure you turn the safe search off. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. I, I just read, read ready for regular training camp. I prospect things cool, but. You know, I've had enough with prospects. We had the whole prospect camp already this summer. Let's get real hockey players out there that play with the big boys. Those videos that Michelle are posting on our site are pretty amazing, though. We have a website? Yeah. I wasn't sure if you knew because you never comment there. But we do. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't my who, anything really. Hey, I've been busy, okay? (laughs) <laughs> By the way, you are going to post this tomorrow morning, right? Oh, yeah. Good. I'll figure it out. Friday Slot one. Slot one, yes. In the podcast subsection. Big fan mm-hmm. of slot one. i got to remember how to post things. You have to go to a new article. 
Okay. And don't forget to give it a title. And a catchy subtitle. Catchy subtitle. Okay. Don't forget your search engine optimization. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Sorry. Just throw in stuff like... Damien Bruner? NFL lawsuit Damien Bruner. (laughs) Tebow. Miley Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley Cyrus twerking boob. Goatsy. (laughs) Goatsy. Uh, what do you guys do? What? There's like four people talking at once. Graham. Well, Graham. I was actually going to get into something uh, Red Wings related. Uh, so was I. And, uh, what? Huh? And uh, ask you guys about uh, Johan Franzen and his comments today about how he's he's not a goal scorer. He just wants to be a good hockey player. And I don't have the quote in front of me. Something about if he plays good, then people will score goals. Plays well. Or plays well, then people will score goals. Or he'll no, he score goals. Good. He, he, said, he said play good. Well, apparently they don't teach correct Shit grammar. grammar. We, <laughs> dumb Sweden. So, correct English grammar in Sweden. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I think I got. <laughs> Has anyone gotten the chat to work? No. 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 Well, I'm not a host, so no. Okay. Anyway, to get back to Johan Franzen, um, yeah, I don't care. I don't care if he scores goals, as long as the team scores goals and he plays well, like he said. I kind of agree with him. I agree in the basic concept of, yes, it is more important to just be good than it is to specifically get those results, but um, he hasn't consistently been good enough, I think. Like, he's been good. He hasn't – I don't think he's as awful as as some of the the more vociferous haters say he is, but he's he's not consistently good enough, and he should be better at that. And so if he's not going to be a goal scorer, I'm okay with that, but he – should be a better goal creator, at least. Yeah. I mean, I would be okay with him scoring 29 goals a year if he was scoring them at a rate of once every two or three games. Like, you know, like you say, like a more of a consistent pace. But when he could pop in 15 goals in 30 games and then go 16 games without a point, uh, you know what, Johan? I don't care how well you're playing. You you need to contribute offense in some way. And that means, like, just a second assist on somebody's goal uh, at some point, given who you're playing with, should not be difficult to do over a 10-game stretch. So, yeah. Just, I think he needs to... I think he needs to play or worry about his offense. I mean, worry about playing good, certainly, but... Playing well. You know what? Playing well. <laughs> I'm quoting him. I'm, I'm quoting him. I did that in quotations with my fingers. Okay, we're on the radio. Focus on, um, focus on creating offense because that's, that's your job. 
will say that last year, um, in the shortened season, he was he did do a better job of, of creating points more consistently. He had a six game streak where he didn't score any, but other than that, like he didn't go. He only there was only one other time where he went two games without, or two other times he went two games without scoring anything. See, that's, okay. that's forty eight game season. That doesn't count. He's got to do it over eighty two. Right, right, because he's. He's shown he can he can be a, a an offensive contributor in a over a short time period, but it's that full season plus playoffs where you think to yourself, like I don't want to go into a game thinking, "Fuck, is Franzen finally going to show up tonight?" You yeah, because also looking at his game log and noticing zero points in the last three games of the playoffs, um, where a win in any of those three games would have been very very nice. That would have been helpful, right? You think? I mean, in fairness, he wasn't the only one that uh, was kind of completely shut down. I don't remember how many goals did they score over those last three games? Four, five? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't want to do that math. I, don't make me. <laughs> well, I was, just, I was, I remember earlier the uh, first half or so of that series, and then you just asked to produce a memory from the last three games of that series, and I have. Nothing. I Nothing still good. remember. I have some fuzzy memories of Game Seven and being rather disappointed. I remember the Anderson flutterer past Crawford that should have been the series winner and wasn't. Because uh, uh, that would have just been so perfect for the Chicago season to have ended on that goal. Yeah. I'm sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> Do you think Franzen will get a little extra motivation playing next to uh, Daniel Alfredson? Uh, I mean, he plays with half the Swedish team, the national team, so I don't know what one more is going to do. Yeah, well, I, it, it, he's like a Swedish legend. Godlike he played to with them, the maybe. biggest Swedish legend for his whole career. In I know, but now he is an offensive Swedish legend. I don't know. Uh, it's fucking August. I'm throwing something against the wall. <laughs> Clearly not sticking. God. Fuck all of you. I will say if Frampton and Alfredson have a good season, we should just start calling them the Euro Twins because they're at least from the same country. Well, can we just call them the Swedish Twins? Sweet no. bros. Are they already No, because they're twins? like the two ugliest Swedish males in existence. And the whole concept of Swedish twins is belies that. Swedish meatballs. There we go. Oh, there you I go. Can. Oh. They could be the Zetterballs. <laughs> <laughs> and we are all rooting for Albertson to completely destroy Ottawa. Like, Growing fifty feet tall and just stomping out all of all, all of Ottawa, right? Well, I don't know if you saw, but he still loves Ottawa clearly because he wore a Senators jersey, skating. He's a um, traitor. That that was the classic. I opened my hockey bag and forgot to put my stuff in, and there's this old jersey stuffed in the bottom of it that I'll eh, whatever. It smells funny, <laughs> but I'll wear it because I need to wear no. something. He clearly clearly wishes he changed his decision back. My, my biggest, I, you know what I hope happens? 
would be amazing is that first game in Ottawa, he scores a hat trick in the first period and then beats the shit out of Bobby Ryan. Flips <laughs> <laughs> off Melnick as he gets kicked out of the game. That would be incredible. That would be. I I would say you know what, end the season. It's, it doesn't unless they abs, unless they actually win the cup. It's not going to get any better than that. He should like score a goal and then have like a checkbook in his pants and then like pull it out sign <laughs> a check. <laughs> or just, all he would have to do is just make the check mark in in the air. <laughs> and then like blow it away. Yeah, I like that. I was on the Stanley Cup of Chatter podcast a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about how we, as Red Wings fans, should go take over Ottawa during one of those games and cheer really loudly at the 11-minute mark. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in. H2. Or even better, just like go dress Ottawa. in Ottawa gear and boo really loudly at the 11-minute mark just to make Ottawa look like they're dicks. <laughs> I don't think they need any help. Yeah, well, actually, I don't have anything against their fans. Melnick is I really just don't awful. I actually feel bad for a lot of their fans, which is awful, because that's how I got to feel about. Well, I'm, I'm, we may actually be able to do Colorado in reverse with them, where I I hated Colorado fans, and then I went through feeling sorry for them for a while. I'm starting out feeling sorry for Ottawa fans, so maybe we'll build up like a serious a hatred for them pretty soon. I mean, we are well, in I think, Yeah, well, once the games start, and I mean, Ottawa's going to be pretty good this year, assuming that their goaltending holds up. I see a lot of people talk about how Ottawa's going to be so awesome, and then I think, wait, they, they still have Craig Anderson, right? Because it's yeah, Craig it Anderson. Like you. Whatever. Exactly my point. See, that's, they should be very worried. Guys that look like me don't typically turn out to be stud <laughs> athletes. Look, there's... <laughs> Craig Anderson. What about, what, what about Michael Matt Jordan? Schaub. <laughs> you are Matt Schaub. <laughs> so, uh, what, who else is there? Matt Sandin. No, I'm just naming. Like... I'm just naming bald people. I, I'm not even attempting <laughs> to come up with. This is bald guys. No, Dana Matt Sandin is Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty close. We're like know, what, what, JJ, you said you were on Cup of Chowder's podcast. As a Bruins fan, I didn't listen to it, obviously. Um, what was their perspective of our team, of the Red Wings? Uh, they know that we're good, but uh, I think that they they think that we're going to be struggling for roughly fourth in the, in the new division. <laughs> they think they're better. Uh, Boston, Montreal, and Ottawa. Ugh. Although they say that the Ottawa versus Detroit could be a, a wash, and then, and then you it was said. pretty well pretty well agreed that uh, that Toronto and the Florida teams would be below, and then and then we remembered Buffalo and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody forgets that Buffalo's in that division. It's yeah, our division, I guess. I was on a different podcast earlier because, you know, I, I miss podcasting sometimes. And that happened, too. It was like, I forgot about Buffalo. Huh, that's yeah, I don't think that they that they respect Detroit as much as they should because they think that 
like they're they've got their eastern centrism, which is totally backwards about how their their conference is big and bad and tough and and the better one and they're wrong. It's better it's now bigger, because Detroit but, did. But it was never better. No, I would put the West against the, before this year. I'd put the West against the East every single year and say there's there are more better teams in the West than in the East. The East was top heavy every year. It was top heavy. I mean, in the West, you could have had – boy, look at last year. How many teams out of the West – L.A. would have beaten Boston in the finals. I think Detroit could have beaten Boston well, in the finals fun. last year. L.A., Detroit, I would say St. Louis would have had a decent shot at them too. Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis, L.A., for the West was the best thing that could have happened to Chicago because it got one of them out early. Mm-hmm. Because if Chicago had to have gone through, um, Minnesota was shit, so they didn't count. But if they then had to play St. Louis and L.A. in order, well, that would have been – those two teams would have beat the shit out of them by the time – even if they advanced, by the time they got to the finals, they would have been exhausted and just – you know, destroyed because they were they. Chicago was built like Detroit used to be. They weren't a physical team. They weren't a big team. So, the idea that you can wear them down physically has some merit. Just simply, you know, physical size. You know, it takes a toll, especially on, in a condensed season like last year's was. But they didn't. They got to play a terrible Minnesota team. Then they got to play a Detroit team that was basically the same team, just not as talented. So they didn't. I mean, it took them seven games, but it wasn't a. It wasn't like Detroit Anaheim in '09. That series took everything out of Detroit because Anaheim just just made it so difficult on Detroit in every single game. Detroit took them to seven, but didn't do that to them. They beat them. What a grind! Right, exactly. And then by the time they got to LA, I think they. uh, The best thing to happen. I mean, once. Chicago came back and won the series. I had inked them in as the cup champs in my mind because they were the best team last year start to finish in in the season. So once they kind of faced the, their first bit of adversity and overcame that, I was like, oh, shit, nobody's beaten them now. Not this year. Yeah. That's the great thing about that shortened that's season. There's like just one piece of small adversity to overcome and then you're good. That's it. I think it didn't a second happen adversity until, would have taken them out. Right, and think about it, because it, it would have happened, I mean, if they were playing a regular season, that would have happened, what, game 60-ish, somewhere in there? So, yeah, I mean, right you know, the, in the 50s. So, you know, when you kind of get into that grind of the season, the 08 Red Wings went through it, where they hit the grind of the season, injuries started piling up, and, you know, you just, you've built up such a huge lead. It's like, oh, whatever, fuck it, we're just going to coast now. So, that's what happened. I have somebody told me that uh, the Hawks of last year were the greatest single season team of all time, and I said no, that's that's impossible because they didn't play a whole season. Yeah, even if they had gone, ridiculous. even if they had gone seven games in every playoff series in the playoffs, they would have played seventy seventy six games. So they wouldn't have even played a full regular season. So they were a fantastic team last year, and they absolutely deserved to win the cup. But, I mean, if you're going to start talking about them in some sort of historical context, 
you can't you can't compare them to the modern to the last ten years of teams. They didn't play the same number of games. So the only team you could compare them to would be the ninety five Devils. So yeah, they were the best lockout cup champion ever. <laughs> Fuck that team. <laughs> the funny thing is is that if that adversity had happened right around that time, the sheer possibility that they could have potentially panicked at the trade deadline uh is really interesting to to think about. Mm-hmm. Cuz that would have been right around that time is, you know, if they had fallen apart right then or not fallen apart but fallen into a rut. Um crazy shit could happen, especially with Toronto buying up whatever they would have bought up and Chicago wanting, although in fairness, that, that might have actually made them better. <clears throat> so, right, I mean, I don't they, know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. And yeah, the other thing, too, is then you get through the, the regular season, the rest of the regular season, where kind of those lesser teams could potentially maybe put a little chink in the armor, so then you get into the playoffs, and instead of this team that's been awesome for literally the entire season – facing a shitty, scrappy team that's terrible. Maybe they get that, you know, that underdog team that gives them a scare in the first round, and then you hit the second round, then you never know what happens. So, oh, well, instead they won, so fuck them. Um, as, as much as I love listening to Graham talk about his Blackhawks, um, <laughs> your guys' thoughts on the wings of the division. Do you, I mean, I think we all agree they won't be fourth, but... Do you think they can win the division? I think they have as good a shot at winning the division as any of the other four good teams in that division. I don't. I, I mean, I, I've, I'm seeing people saying it's pretty much Boston or Ottawa's division to lose. I don't. I, I don't, don't see that. that. Boston I don't, lost a lot. Boston doesn't have a third line. Does anyone realize that? And they're, you know what? I mean, Char is good, but he's he's 37 years old. So, and Chicago well, plays, makes him look bad. Yeah, if he plays like he did in the finals, eh, in trouble. You know, team. I mean, it's another 82 game season. The grind wears. They lost one of their. I don't know where Ferent stood in terms of their blue line. Second pair. So, I mean, it's <laughs> you know somebody that they got to replace with. I think an unknown because I don't think they really. Did much in the way of signings. Well, I mean, no, but they've, they've got Krug and the other guy played well, and Hamilton if he doesn't suck. But right, him probably go to the A. If I were them, you know, I'd start in the AHL. I feel like the loss of Peverly is going to affect them more than they think it will, uh, because yeah. it, from a depth perspective, I mean. Peverly was, was one of those guys. Was he could just he could kind of do a little bit of everything. He was he was the guy that they always had. He could play wing, but he could take a face off if someone got kicked out, and that's what that team does. You'll always see any face off in the defensive zone. You'll see Bergeron out there, and you'd see Peverly and Marshawn, and then Peverly would change for Sagan, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like he was always that extra guy out there. Now they don't have. Now they don't have a third line. It's Chris Kelly and. Nobody. Yeah. That's really in depth. Ryan Spooner, Jerry. Now you going to be there? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think off the top. Who's of their head. second line? Where's Erickson going to play? I think you're going to go Bergeron, Erickson, Marshawn. You go Lucic, Krejci, oh, Jesus, and Aginla. 
But then your third line's Chris Kelly. Yep. Flaming dog shit and, and I mean, hot garbage. You, you move Daniel Pye up, but then you've got Campbell Thornton and no one on the fourth See, line. That's the thing is Boston still employs the uh, the enforcer group. And against a team like Detroit, that's useless. I mean, maybe yeah, that's really Toronto, Montreal, maybe even Ottawa, because they got Chris Neal and I think they got what, Karkner? Does not have Karkner or something like that? Anyway, but against Detroit, that, that's the, the, who, who's he going to fight? Tutu? Whoa. Yeah, what, that's what, what I'm really looking forward to. What happens when they run Detroit over uh, Howard? Huh? Who's going to fight him? Erickson. Yeah, Erickson will take care oh. of those guys. Oh, they have, I forgot, Carl Soderberg. Yeah, he's going to Oh, yeah, that guy. He's their, their big Swede that everyone kept talking about last year who came over and they were like, oh, he's the greatest Swede ever, and he sucked. I'm really looking forward to Detroit's depth going up against other teams' fighting lines. Oh, it's going to be Because I think that's going to be a, a pretty big mismatch. Well, Especially if fourth line. I mean, if, if the fourth line is is Tatar, Anderson, and Nyquist, I mean, they're going to run a fucking rough shot over idiots. It'll be Miller. I spent all this, all you know, these years watching hockey while following on Twitter and watching Leafs fans just complain incessantly about. Well, mainly, mainly if you just focus on last year about Carlisle's decisions, so. To watch that in real time against Red Wings, uh, you know the depth if they're if they're going to be throwing out their enforcers like you say, that will be but, a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, Thor- Thornton can play a little bit though. Like that's not he's not cold. No, he can't. Or... No, he's not awful. Thornton sucks. Yeah, he's. I'm not awful. saying he's good. I'm, not saying, he's I'm good. saying he's awful. <laughs> I'm just saying he's not incompetent. He knows how to hold a stick correctly. Yeah, he can skate backwards. Good job. He's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't know if he can skate backwards. <laughs> I've seen it. I can remember. Yeah, that's a vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to next year, I, I think it's pretty wide open. I think they. I think they could win. I could see them finishing anywhere from first to fourth, depending on how things shake out with injuries and stuff now, like that. Fourth, fourth is dangerous because they could not make the playoffs if they finish fourth. I don't think that's true. It is true. Top three from each division and the next two teams with the highest point total. So if oh, okay. we oh, okay. fourth, then the fourth and fifth team in the Metro division are better points-wise. Well, I mean, but think about that division. I mean, I don't know. No, i got to think about the division. I don't know who the hell's in the division. They're not going to finish fourth anyway. Well, I, I'd say they're just first to third. I, I, I think fourth is stretching it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, they finish first. I think considering last year we thought we had a bubble team, and we, we I mean, they finished seventh in the, in the conference. But we we thought we had a bubble team that turned into a kind of a mid to high tier contender. I think I'm less worried about the Red Wings being a bubble team this year. Um, I still don't think that they're like a, a superior contender. I think they're going to be kind of in that second tier of, of teams that have a have a decent shot, but 
aren't going to be considered favorites going in. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about them missing the playoffs, but so, uh, I think that, that first to third is, is a good range there. So tell me if there's five better teams than the Red Wings that I'm about to name off. Carolina, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, Columbus. Are there five better teams there than Detroit? No. no. Pittsburgh no. and the Rangers. Uh, the Islanders will be better this year. I The way I see that division is the Rangers and Pittsburgh will fight for first. Washington will still get to beat up on some of the other teams. I mean, there's still talent there, so I could see them finishing third. And then Columbus and the Islanders will fight for fourth. No surprise. Super-duper open. Jersey was a much better possession team than uh, than their record showed last year. I mean, they, they've got Yager now. Well, they just, yeah, but they no just, they lost, their, lost their best goal scorer. Uh, he was a lazy Russian. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Jersey, maybe. I don't know. It depends on Brodeur. I mean, Schneider. I know Schneider's there, but... Right? She went there? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. But, I don't know. I don't believe in Corey Schneider yet. I haven't seen enough of him to know that he's any good. He could be terrible for all we know. But I Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, Carolina, they're awful. Philly, they're fucking awful. I mean, Steve Mason and... <laughs> uh, what's his name? God. Emery. Uh, Emery. Ray Emery. There's your goaltending tandem. Hey, Ooh. Ray Emery was like undefeated last year. Yeah. You could have put me in net, and I would have a, a, a over 500 are, record behind that we team. We went over this. So you already play for the Senators. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. I'm super duper and, hoping that the Islanders uh, offer sheet Nazem Kadri for $6 million. Oh, I think that a Tavares Kadri combo, like the one-two centers on that on the Islanders, makes them a, a dangerous team. Uh, the also, Islanders, I think, are are a couple of years away from being a very good team if they continue to build properly and get a a, a, a better goalie. They're close, though. I don't know. I think my biggest worry for the the Wings this season is we have one of the younger defenses in the league. I think we're like the seventh youngest defense in the league, and they were the the fifth best defense last year, although Jimmy Howard had a lot to say about that. So I think that it's weird that that so much hinges on them because they certainly outperformed expectations last season. I think that that is going to be the expectation for them this season. And like it's it's weird thinking that I expect that defense that played that well last year to be better than they are, but I do. And if they are, they're going to be insanely good. Yeah, you just I mean, hope there's just, no regression. Just, well, Brendan Smith has nowhere to go but up. Yeah, he can, yeah, <laughs> Brendan Smith can't regress. Kindle, the two to watch really are Kindle and DeKaiser. And DeKaiser, I'm honestly expecting, an uh, like a an up-and-down season because it's his first full year. So, I mean, you know, my expectations for DeKaiser this year are I'm keeping them low on purpose because 
he's going to play third pair, and he really just needs to be steady. That's it. Don't be, you know, don't do anything. If he does what he did when he played last year, or if he does that over the course of 82 games, I will be, I'll buy the Kaiser jersey. Um, Erickson, I think, is just going to get, I think he's going to get even better. Cronwall is what he is. Quincy, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of the same. If he develops some consistency, I think he'll be better. He is consistent. Consistently bad. Well, you know what though? Towards the end of the season, he he really did seem to settle in and be and be better. Um, I think it just depends on what people are expecting from him. I personally just I don't care if the defense scores points. I would love to see them score a lot of points. I don't care. I really don't. Cronwall and Kindle. Those would be the two that I'd like to see put up some good points with Smith a little bit, but I'd rather Smith develop a better defensive awareness next year and worry about offense and stuff later on. I mean, he's a defenseman, so play defense. Good, because you were a first-round pick. (laughs) Well... I meant be good at defense, so that's where I was going. Gotcha. So it's good, yeah. I'm right. I just hope Kindle doesn't go back to sucking after getting a decent contract. I think Kindle figured something out. I hope like, so. You know, so maybe just maybe it's just like with Erickson. It's just a light bulb went off and or went on, and he just went, yeah. You know what? This is what I need to do. Because in the playoffs, I thought he was one of their best defensemen. I'm just hoping that between Kendall Smith and DeKaiser and maybe even Brian Lashoff that by the end of this season, Ken Holland gets to throw one contract on the table between Quincy and Erickson and say the first person to sign gets it. Oh, Erickson, please. Not yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for Erickson, but I don't know what – I mean, if he has another season like he played last year, I have no fucking clue what his contract demands are going to be. Is he going to break the the Nicholas Cronwall four point seven five million dollar barrier? No, no, no. He doesn't put up enough. No, I, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean unless he had a monster offensive season, he gets I mean, four point five million. Think of Erickson potentially pulling up five million dollars, but it's not. It's not entirely insane. Depending on what kind of year he has and what the crop of free agents, I mean. There's always the possibility that somebody could throw that kind of money at him. So, I mean, who knows? But, I mean, I think for that to happen, I think he'd have to crack 50 points, 40 to 50 points, and develop some sort of, maybe some sort of physical, something, I don't know. But I got third nipple and he could lend it to Samuelson. <laughs> <laughs> so he stops. Losing. No, yeah, he's not going to score fifty points because he's not going to play on the power play. So it's fine. I'd rather he kill penalties. He's better at it. Yeah, I, I feel better about that. <laughs> and honestly, if a team wants to throw five million dollars at him and he's not worth it, then okay, bye. Yeah, I'd rather I'm not playing be... with Philpola in Tampa, Johnny. Yeah, I'd rather not be stuck with with Quincy as a top pairing guy. But like I said, hopefully between. Ultimately, I'd really like Brendan Smith to play well enough to say, okay, if Jonathan Erickson wants to walk, we've got a, a different pairing for Cromwell right there. I think, mm-hmm. I think you're reaching there a little bit. 
Well, I'm a believer know, in Brendan Smith, Jeff. You, I can't you have really Get jumped up. off the Brendan Smith bandwagon. Stop hating Brendan Smith, Jeff. I'm so tired of this. <laughs> you know what, Jeff? I used to think it was your attempt at, at objectivity, but now it's just it's full on negativity from you about Brendan Smith. Well, there was I'm so much positive, like, so I need so much negative to balance it out. And then by the time the season starts, I'll be like, all right, cool. I'm even. I, you know, look, I my issue with Smith, and it's not even an issue, it's just he hasn't played a full season yet in his career. So uh, he's got to be better for sure, but I think let's let's keep his experience in mind before we say that he's some sort of bust or he's terrible or something oh, like I that. Don't, I don't actually think anything like that. I just I know you don't, but there are people who do. Yeah, so, that's why I don't follow wrong. him on Twitter anymore. <laughs> you only but follow it, people who you agree with. Right. Then it's Dave very that I'm correct. <laughs> right. oh, I, I disagree with my father all the time. But like that, whatever. Um, do you want to talk about it? I mean, <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> we, we we we've only got uh, 16 minutes left. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't believe we've talked about this much hockey in, on August. Now, let's be fair. We talked about 45 minutes of bullshit. I don't want to say 45. It was a lot yeah, of bullshit. It, well, as Jeff so eloquently put it, it's fucking August. <laughs> it's almost fucking September. Yeah, very soon. I like that so, better than celibate September. Oh, thank you for the pity laugh. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you recognizing it as such. Thank you. Okay, uh, I knew wasn't wasn't a great one, but whatever. Are, are we missing anything, hockey wise? Red um, do you guys want to try to tackle the Datsuk thing? No. Oh my God, no. No, no, I really don't. He's from Russia, which is a different belief system than a lot of other countries, and he just doesn't want to get in trouble, slash his religion. There you go. I would like to uh, thank Ilya Kovalchuk for being much more obvious about it, though, and kind of taking the heat off Datsuk. That was really nice of him. But it's like, whether you agree with him or you disagree with him, he has the right to believe in whatever he wants, even if what he believes in is wrong. So... That's true. I mean, people have the right to to be mad or disappointed sure. or mm-hmm. be, you can be as vitriolic, you full of spite for for that, or call him all sorts of names. What, whatever. It's I think that it's it's not specifically worth getting worked up over. I don't think that Datsuk no. is a bad person. I think that calling Datsuk a bad person comes from a different part of the means. world. Yeah. So I want to focus on hockey and. And I'm pretty sure when all is said is done and his numbers going up into the rafters at the Mike Illich Little Caesars Palace Arena, we're not going to be sitting there with a montage of his social rights beliefs or whatever. We're going to be looking at him deking the pants off of San Jose Sharks players and scoring goals and raising the Stanley Cup. So it is what it is. Why do you call it the Palace Arena? 
I don't know. I'm just putting in whatever word I can remember. And I was trying to think of what I said last time, so. I think it's just arena or complex. Fieldhouse. Fieldhouse. Gymnasium. The cold and red center is what it'll be. (laughs) I actually hope they'd call it a rec center. Like, just the rec center. That's what they would call it. Yeah, is there a company called the Rec Center that they can just get to pay the bills? I'm sure somebody somewhere has a a sponsorship on it. There's Rack, there's Rena Center, so maybe they could do that and just claim that it's a you know a regional dialect, but that's how they pronounce it. It could be Detroit Rec City. Oh. (laughs) See, the difference is I don't feel bad for my shitty jokes. I don't know. It won't be Amway Arena. Nope. After we Although chose, the new... The it's AT&T, isn't it? Oh, there's a bank. Yeah, I forgot already, because it's... Like, I think well, they're one of the the kind of banks that prey on people with, like, shitty credit. I don't know. I don't trust banks either. I keep all my money in a mattress. <laughs> Where do you live, JJ? Well, where in Kansas do you live? Northeastern. Flagstar Bank. Boston official area. Flagstar Bank named an official partner of the Detroit Red Wings. Flagstar, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about them, so I don't want to libel Flagstar Bank or slander them. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure there are people who are very happy with their service and others who are not so happy with their service, and great. And we just gave them free advertising, so. You're fucking welcome. Yeah. This pro- podcast has been brought to you by Flag Survey. <laughs> <laughs> the opinions cool. expressed are those of the participants and not those of Flagstar, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Not even listening. Flagstar Bank. So do we have any? I use, uh, we have... I use Flagstar Bank. I'm okay with them. I'll get behind that endorsement. Michael Tierney is their president of CAO. I don't know. I don't know. So if you're listening, Michael, hi. <laughs> so, so wait. So I'm uh, sorry. They're not presented by Amway anymore. No. No. Ruin JJ no, and I like to announce that to the world. Yeah, that was some big breaking news of the summer. It was. We were the ones that did that. And then everyone else was like, oh, yeah, take a look. We're like, dude, we already knew. Okay. I did. This is how little I pay attention now. It's all right. We're all there. It's, yeah. Uh, training, training camp will start, and we'll be awesome. But uh, We had a Ken Daniels video message, too. That was also yeah. really neat. That, that was, was awesome. Cool. That I saw. That was cool. Ken Daniels. He said winging it in Motown. He knows we exist. I know, right? I got to write most of that script, too, so everything that sucked. I, I, got, to, uh, I got to proofread it. So. Huh? I, I got to watch it, so up both your asses, <laughs> dicks. What? <laughs> uh, so we have 10 minutes and 35 seconds left. Do you guys have any final hockey-related thoughts? That we can stretch for 10 minutes? Uh, well, I was going to say, then we'll just have any final thoughts. 
figured we'd just get the hockey ones out of the way first. Uh, I miss it. That's yeah. it. I miss okay. it. I want to touch it. My final thought is that I did not know, literally did not know what twerking was until this whole Miley Cyrus debacle. Here's the deal. Still don't know. Still don't care. But, like, who gives a shit? Google twerking goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> That could be. A I thing. did see a thing. I it showed so much promise, but it really wasn't that funny. But it was uh, Miley Cyrus twerking on uh, important historical documents or something like that, <laughs> and it was basically just like whatever whatever it was in the background, and then it was just the picture of her superimposed on it. It wasn't like after two, like oh, this isn't funny. I, I thought do. it was going to be like. Pictures of like you know the dark, uh, the Martin Luther King speech and she's like twerking on some guy in the in the crowd that would have been funny or okay. no. I have a question. I did like. Did, did you guys actually watch that on TV when it was on? Yep. No. No. Okay, JJ, why? Why? Like I, who is so stupid? Like who gives a flying fuck? It's a train about, wreck. It, it's but, an, it's a entertaining in how shitty it is. Sort of way. I was bored sitting at home. We were watching, fuck, I don't know, Iron Man or something. And Twitter was talking about the VMAs. So I'm like, okay, I want to have fun on Twitter and talk about the VMAs. Do you realize that 95%, and I'm probably too low on this number, 95% of Twitter is just stupid, like stupid people watching stupid shit on TV. It's You don't, like, follow, you don't follow the right people. I do. I mean, although in in fairness, it's like been a lot of friends this summer, which fucking sucks. But I don't know. I just find that it's just like utter garbage, and I don't get why people watch it. It just baffles me. You're so old, Jeff. I'm... You watch all sorts of utter garbage. We're <laughs> 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 suddenly gonna get. No, I'm... it's stupid. I refuse stupid. to feel bad. I know it's stupid, but I watched it for the stupid. You know what? What actually worries me is that I was watching it, and it wasn't like I didn't feel old watching the VMAs. It was just like, okay, yes, I'm I'm old. It was the commercials that that show on on MTV that that frightened me. Like the like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, guys in the the apartment where they get, can I get a hot tub. They like remixed and auto tuned it to a rap, and I was just like, I was frightened for, for those guys. I don't know what they're selling here. <laughs> so that was my VMA experience. It's just... I know, Jeff. It was very stupid. I didn't watch any of it. I went to bed at like nine o'clock that night. When is that <laughs> when, when it started? Did... When it started, I was like, "Good night, Twitter." Did you have Denny's for dinner at two o'clock in the afternoon? No. I would say you're older than I am. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was stupid. It was dumb. I listened. I went to bed and I listened to the, the podcast that wasn't ours because we don't have a podcast anymore. But And I don't listen to our own podcast. But uh, It was great. I didn't have to watch stupid shit. And when people talked about it the next day, I was just like, nope, you're all dumb. Don't talk to me. I bet you're very popular. I'm happy for you, Jeff. Thank you. 
You gotta stand on your principles, even if they're kind of worthless. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've got opinions about Ben Affleck as Batman too, don't you? I don't care. Hey, he, I'm sure he'll do an okay job. I have a guy at work. We have this uh, instant messaging service that we use, and you can post like like status updates, almost like Google, like Google Chat, you know, where you can put a little status on your name or something. And that day, it was Ben Affleck is Batman. I guess we'll have to see. And then there were like eighteen dots after it. Like it was this deep philosophical thought. Like cause you'll see people they'll put they'll put inspirational quotes or they'll put something about like their out of office email will pop up if they have that or uh, you know if they're going to lunch and they want to do that but no this guy like today it was good luck on your fantasy drafts with a with about six <laughs> exclamation points like okay thank you I almost want to respond I'm like thanks buddy glad you're looking out for me and that's like was the bomb fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, man, I just, I chuckled at how many people really got very upset by this. And th- it was the same comment, didn't anybody see Daredevil? No, it was a terrible yeah, movie. It's true, they're, they're exactly the same movie, though. I know. They're by the I same do. director with the same cast and everything. Same script, same costumes, they're, they're just remaking Daredevil. Sure. They're not people even going to remake it, they're just going to show it again. The See, people that really cool. care about it, like like who's your who's your alternative Batman aside from him? And I don't really care either way. But I didn't well, hear anybody. Yeah, oh, well, how about so and so instead? Like there's been eight there's been eighty superhero movies in the last decade. You're running out of like people here. No, ideally you would have Seth Rogen. You get Christian Bale <laughs> and a ton of money. He was in one too. <laughs> he was, yeah. wasn't he? He was. Yeah, the, the Green Hornet. It was. I never saw it, but oh, it looked really dumb. Utterly forgetful garbage. I, I, I turned it off. I couldn't watch it. They are filming uh, Batman vs Superman in Detroit, though, in Michigan. That is That's cool. the one. Yeah. So, for all those who aren't happy with Ben Affleck, they can go say hi to him if they're brave enough to go to downtown. So. Ah. Transformers is filming there too. That's gonna be great. Michael Bay is really good. We have uh, three and a half minutes. Can we spend them talking about Michael Bay? We can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm what happens sure if you don't know the three minutes? Uh, we, so we can actually end the episode right now. Yeah, we could have ended it five minutes after we started if we wanted to. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Well, except for go past three minutes. Oh, shit. We better get out of here then. Oh, this we freedom is really a prison. <laughs> uh, just dead air or we could just sit with dead air for three minutes and just let it end. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. That was just Guess who's got the button? What else? Here's the old uh, 
Have you ever seen the old Daffy Duck cartoon where he's trying to he's trying to do his whatever he's supposed to be acting in, and uh, it's actually Bugs Bunny drawing it. And at one point, they, they like the end comes up, and he's like, "No!" and he starts screaming and lifting the black screen up. That's exactly what I just oh. thought of when the music started playing. Uh, like Duck and Rock. That's yeah. It's like one of the best. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I probably wasn't alive yet. April. <laughs> you have no soul. I have a soul. I actually googled that "ain't I a stinker" line the other day. I was thinking about photoshopping it somehow. I don't even remember what the the idea was. I don't know what it is. Good story, did it? Huh? <laughs> terrible jokes, terrible stories. This podcast has everything. We're back, folks. <laughs> Minute, minute 22, 21. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a really good moment of silence there for, I don't know, the Golf Channel Twitter feed. What? Oh. Oh. oh, yesterday the Golf Channel, in memory of the I Have a Dream speech, asked everybody what their uh, their golf dream was. <laughs> and that, did, that didn't go over very well. <laughs> I really like Harrison Mooney's response to that. It's like his golf dream was that uh, Augusta had heard that speech before 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So, but yeah, I had some fun with them today. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. So they block me. Winging it. 29, 20, uh, 26, excuse me. You're like four seconds ahead of me. Twenty. Oh shit! People are actually talking in the, the chat. He's in the future. Good timing. That's it. Just say random words now. Oh, applicator, Lindsay. No. Take yeah. Wait. Five, three, two. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Wing in it. Well, now this recording. What? Oh, I guess Wait, this can't be live anymore. Is this like the bonus podcast for anyone who actually listens to it? Is it like the time. after show where the comedians come out and they're actually drinking a beer and they smoke a cigarette and they just like kind of talk to the crowd one on one? This is uh, this is when when uh, we we rip on everybody, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end this episode. So good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.